0: Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind.
1: This is Letlev Schlich and today we dive again into the deep ocean of our exciting and unexpected creative mind. Hello dear listeners, welcome back to Artitude, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the ocean of art and culture and occasionally come up for air with a pearl of wisdom or two. Now, If you tuned in to our last episode, you'll remember we journeyed from the dawn of communication with our ancestors drumming out messages and sending smoke signals all the way to the present day where we communicate through likes, shares and emojis. We explored the concept of digital phenotyping, the idea that our online interactions can reveal our mental states. It's like we've traded the drums for the keyboard, the smoke signal for the Wi-Fi signal, but instead of sending messages about danger or celebration, we're sending messages about what cat video made us laugh or which political post made us angry. And just like our ancestors had to learn the right drum beat or smoke puff to send their message we have to learn the right emoji or hashtag so next time you're struggling to find the perfect emoji to express your feelings just remember your ancestors were doing the same thing just with a bit more smoke and a lot more drumming but as we've seen this new form of communication comes with its own challenges in the wrong hands digital phenotyping could be used not to understand and help us, but to control and manipulate us. It's a sobering thought, and a reminder of the importance of using this tool responsibly. So, strap in, listeners, as we continue our journey through the world of symbols, from the drumbeat to the digital byte. It's going to be a wild ride, so hold on to your drumsticks and smartphones. Before we dive deeper into the digital depths, I want to take a moment to express my heartfelt thanks to all of you, our listeners, who join us on these explorations, from the drum beats of ancient civilizations to the digital bites of today, your curiosity and engagement make this journey all the more enriching. And to all our new listeners, we extend a warm welcome. If you find our discussions engaging and want to be part of a vibrant community that loves art and culture as much as you do, consider joining the I Love West Cork Artists group. It's a space where we continue the discourse, share insights, and engage with each other beyond the podcast. As we navigate the digital age, we're not just communicating with words or images, but with likes, shares, and emojis. These digital interactions are the drumbeats and smoke signals of our time, forming a new language that we're all learning to speak. And just as our ancestors found community around the fire, we find community in the digital spaces we inhabit. That's why I invite you to join me as well on Instagram at dettschlisch, and that Attitude and become a part of our vibrant community And I Love West Cork Artists, present also on Instagram. It's a space where we can continue these fascinating discussions, share our thoughts and learn from each other. So come, be a part of our digital tribe and let's explore this brave new world together. And remember, just like a drumbeat or a tweet, sharing is a form of communication. So if you enjoy our podcast, don't hesitate to share it with your friends, your family or even your friendly neighborhood barrister. Who knows, you might just start a conversation that leads to a new understanding, a new connection, a new perspective. Now, let's get back to our our exploration of symbols, from the drumbeat to the digital bite. For those of you who are new to our podcast or need a little refresher, let's take a moment to clarify what we mean by digital phenotyping. It's a term that sounds like it's straight out of a sci-fi novel, but it's actually a very real part of our digital age. In essence, digital phenotyping is about analyzing our digital behaviors, the things we do online to understand our mental and emotional states. It's based on the idea that our online interactions, our digital footprints, can reveal a lot about us. Think about it. Every time you like a post, share a video, or even use an emoji, you're expressing something about yourself. You are saying what you find interesting, what you agree with, what makes you laugh or cry or angry. These digital interactions are like a window into your mind. Now, imagine if we could analyze these interactions, if we could find patterns in them. We could potentially understand a person's mood, their interests, their beliefs. We could even predict their future behaviors. That's the power of digital phenotyping. But as we've seen in our previous episodes, This is not a new concept. Our ancestors were doing something similar with their drum beats and smoke signals. They were using symbols to communicate, to express themselves, to understand and be understood. So if you're intrigued by this connection between the ancient and the digital, I encourage you to go back and listen to our previous episodes. We've explored everything from the dawn of civilization to the rise of digital culture, and there's a wealth of insights to be discovered. But for now, let's dive deeper into the world of digital phenotyping. As we delve into the world of digital phenotyping, it's important to remember that this concept, while seemingly modern, is deeply rooted in our collective past. Our ancestors may not have had smartphones or social media, but they understood the power of symbols, the power of patterns. Think back to the drum beats and smoke signals we discussed earlier. Each beat of the drum, each puff of smoke was a symbol that conveyed a message. And by analyzing the patterns in these symbols, our ancestors could understand the message, could understand the person sending it. Today, we're doing something similar with digital phenotyping. We're analyzing the patterns in our digital interactions, our likes, our shares, our emojis, to understand our mental states. It's a modern twist on an ancient practice. But as we've seen, this modern twist comes with its own challenges. In the digital age, Our symbols are not just conveying messages, they are also revealing our innermost thoughts and feelings. And in the wrong hands, this information could be used not to help us, but to control us. This is not we this is we continue our exploration of this is it's crucial this is address the this is the room, the is implications. Yes, this is has the this is revolutionize our this is human psychology, this is also raises this is questions. For starters, there's the issue of privacy. In the digital age, our online interactions are like an open book, revealing our likes, dislikes, beliefs, and more. But who has the right to read this book? Who has the right to analyze our digital footprints and draw conclusions about our mental states? Then there's the issue of consent. When we like a post or share a video, are we implicitly consenting to have these interactions analyzed? Do we understand the extent to which our digital behaviors are being scrutinized? And let's not forget the issue of misuse. In the wrong hands, digital phenotyping could be used not to help us, but to manipulate us. Imagine a scenario where our online interactions are used to predict our behaviors, to influence our decisions, to control our actions. It's a chilling thought. So how do we navigate these ethical minefields? How do we harness the power of digital phenotyping while respecting privacy, ensuring consent, and preventing misuse? These are complex questions with no easy answers. But one thing is clear, we need to have these conversations We need to discuss the ethical implications of digital phenotyping, to debate the rights and wrongs, to establish guidelines and safeguards. These are not just rhetorical questions, dear listeners. These are questions that concern all of us in this digital age. First and foremost, we need transparency. We need to know when our digital behaviors are being analyzed, how this information is being used and who has access to it. We need clear, understandable terms of service, not pages of legal jargon that few of us have the time or expertise to decipher. Secondly, we need consent. And not just implicit consent, but informed consent. We need to understand what we are consenting to when we like a post, share a video or use an emoji. And we need the option to opt out, to say no to digital phenotyping if we so choose. Lastly, we need safeguards against misuse. We need laws and regulations that protect our digital privacy, that prevent our online interactions from being used against us. We need checks and balances to ensure that digital phenotyping is used for good, not for manipulation or control. But these are just starting points. Navigating the ethical minefields of digital phenotyping will require ongoing conversation, ongoing debate. And that's where you come in, dear listeners. What do you think? How do you feel about your online interactions being analyzed? What safeguards do you think are necessary? I encourage you to join the conversation, to share your thoughts and opinions. Because this is not just about technology, it's about us, about our rights, our privacy, our future. As we grapple with these ethical questions, it's important to remember that digital phenotyping, like any tool, is not inherently good or bad. It's how we use it that matters. And right now, we have an opportunity to shape how this tool is used to ensure that it serves us, not the other way around. We can advocate for transparency, for informed consent, for safeguards against misuse. We can engage in conversations, debates, discussions. We can educate ourselves and others about the implications of digital phenotyping, about the power and potential of our digital footprints. I already mentioned in the last episode, close your toilet door. This is your responsibility. And as we do so, let's not forget our symbolic roots. Let's remember our ancestors, who used drum beats and smoke signals to communicate, to connect, to understand and be understood. Let's remember that symbols, whether they're drum beats, smoke puffs, or emojis, are about expressing our human experiences, our human emotions. So, as we navigate this digital age, let's strive to use symbols responsibly, to use digital phenotyping responsibly. Let's strive to understand and be understood, to connect and be connected, to express and be expressed. As we reflect on our journey from drum beats to digital bytes, it's clear that the nature of communication and the role of symbols have evolved significantly. But at their core, they serve the same purpose, to express, to connect, to understand and be understood. Our ancestors used drum beats and smoke signals to communicate across distances, to share messages of danger or celebration. Each beat, each puff of smoke was a symbol that conveyed a specific meaning. And by understanding these symbols, by interpreting the patterns, our ancestors could understand the message, could understand each other. Today, we're doing something similar with our digital interactions. Each like, each share, each emoji is a symbol that conveys a specific emotion our opinion. And by analyzing these symbols, by interpreting the patterns, we can understand each other's mental states, each other's experiences. But there is a key difference. In the digital age, our symbols are not just conveying messages, they are also revealing our innermost thoughts and feelings. Our likes, our shares, our emojis, they are like a window into our minds, a digital reflection of our mental states. This is both the power and the peril of digital phenotyping. On one hand, it can deepen our understanding of human psychology, can help us connect on a more profound level. On the other hand, it can invade our privacy, can be used to manipulate us. So as we navigate this digital age, let's remember the lessons of our ancestors. Let's remember the power of symbols, the power of patterns. And let's strive to use this power responsibly, to use digital phenotyping responsibly. Because at the end of the day, symbols are not just about representation. They are about communication, about connection, about humanity. As we conclude our exploration of digital phenotyping, we find ourselves standing at the precipice of a new understanding. The powerful tool, which translates our digital interactions into insights about our mental states, holds immense potential, but like any tool, its power lies not just in its capabilities, but in how we choose to wield it. In our personal lives, in our societies, and in our world, We have the opportunity to use digital phenotyping responsibly. We can use it to deepen our understanding of ourselves and each other, to foster connection and empathy in our digital interactions. We must ensure that our privacy is respected, that our consent is sought, and that this tool is used for the benefit of all, not the few. As we move forward into the digital age, let's carry these lessons with us. Let's strive to use digital phenotyping and all the tools at our disposal to create a more understanding, more compassionate, more connected digital world. Until then, keep exploring, keep questioning, and keep seeing the world through the lens of art and culture. I wish you, like always, a great creative week, my dear listeners, and hope to have your next week on board it's great to have you and i really enjoy my research and um i wish you all the best take care Hugs, love and kisses You're the best.
0: you have listened to artitude west cork's first art fashion and design podcast Never so close again. Ah! That was too close.